Welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where we go through the official Marvel handbook and talk about the characters we know and love and forgotten along the way. I'm your helping host, Jordan, and with me is someone from the from Russian epic poems, Art. Hi, I'm I'm here. The Czar, Czar Nicholas, uh, <laughs> sent me. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try to squash a peasant rebellion. <laughs> <Rawr>. <laughs> So today we're going to be talking about a group of superheroes called uh, who took the name Bogatay. I think it's also, or maybe it's Bogatayi because it has an I at the end. I actually looked up how to pronounce this word, and it sounded like Bogatay for B O G A T Y R. Which honestly, I've actually heard this term before. I knew I knew this is like a term for for like uh, Russian heroes of like from their epic poems and and myths and and tales and such. But other than that, yeah. do you happen to know who the Bogati are? Are um from the very brief reading I did like a year ago of just the handbooks. Um I think they were like the I think they were like the the t- a team of Russian superheroes that didn't like the USSR. I think I think you might be right. I mean, they were still they still were like mad at the u.s but i don't think they were a government team for one thing yeah like they they, they weren't if i'm reading if i remember what it says here right yeah that's pretty much all i have though (laughs) not much well uh, also there's not much on them in the first place yeah there's only three paragraphs for them which actually makes sense because i was taking a look it looks like they only made that their one appearance in i might have been two comics worth of uh story for like their first you know uh, fight and you know appearance and such, but uh, huh. anyways, I guess we'll be learning this together. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and caveat at the front, I uh, did look up some some things, but I am not very good at pronouncing these at pronouncing uh, Russian. So I'm try I'm mostly going to be going by what I I assume going to be phonetically how it looks, but of some of these I probably will get wrong. <laughs> And I apologize. You're I had break to... my perfect record of <laughs> pronouncing every word correctly the first try. <laughs> I know, but I just like to make sure people know. <laughs> so, uh, the Boketir. Uh, the first uh, current members are Mikula Golubev, Sivyega uh, Togar, who uh, also uh, who is Sasha Pakarishkin, and. Dr. Vladimir Volk, who was born Vladimir or- Orakov. A uh, former member is Zvazda Denista, uh, who is Maria Mashkov. And their base of operations is unrevealed, and their first appearance was in Avengers West Coast number 87, which apparently I think had Wolverine guest star? I don't know, it looks like a pretty typical 90s cover. At least, at least he got the little corner with it's not well let's let's go through the let's go through the through the other stuff first before we talk about the, the cover that, like when it was came out oh and stuff 
Yeah. Right. Uh, so the this this cover came out in uh, or this comic and their appearance was in 1992. Avengers West Coast number 87. And let's see, they were created by Roy Thomas, Dan Thomas, and David Ross. And I okay. and I makes th- sense. And I think I think that's it. Yeah, that's all the little heading things. So what am else? Am I forgetting anything else? No. No. Okay. Good. Well, you forgot the you forgot the title, which is Peace oh. Dividend. That's what I I knew I was forgetting something. <laughs> uh so yeah, the yeah, the title was Peace Dividend and wow, there's not a lot of, I not I can't even find much of a synopsis of it. I guess just no. what, what happened is what happened. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. The cover I feel is uh I'm 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 not saying it's not great because the art's bad. It's just uh, I don't care about <laughs> what's happening it, <laughs> on it. It's it's definitely you have, it's definitely like the like uh firmly in the art, '90s art style if you make if it feels like to me. Yeah, I mean it's definitely in that '90s art style, and when I'm saying '90s art style, I mean like the more typical stuff, not the X Men, I guess mainly. Yeah, art style like the it's closer to like a Jim Lee than a um, um Liefeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the art's fine. Um, I feel I feel like Wolverine seems too tall. Maybe he just has jumped up and, like, the others are just, uh, still on the ground. Maybe that's why he seems tall. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. See, it's- okay. So, first off, sorry, we're not describing <laughs> yeah, sorry. it. Yeah, sorry. Background- background is basically- Blue. Ground? I, I think it's is supposed to- it ground? To, sky? I think it's supposed something? to be ground. I think those are, like- Okay, really, but it's purple. It's purple. Oh, okay. With, like, blue something. It's supposed to be the Canadian wilderness. That's what it is. Yeah, but what? How, where's it pointing at? Is it towards the sky or the ground? I don't know which way it's pointing. <laughs> That's one of the things too. Like it just seems like they're kind of pointing in a void. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you have Scarlet Witch and uh, Wonder Man, uh, kind of floating. They're in the. They're, uh, it seems to me in the background they might be on the ground. Are they standing? But- yeah, that's the thing. I don't understand. I don't know if they're floating or standing. Like, uh, and Wolverine is jumping up like <laughs> like a cat trying to attack something in the air. Yeah. And also, he seems too tall. And why I'm saying that is that his shoulders are not appreciably different size than Wonder Man. Oh, hmm. Yeah. If you've seen it, they look about the same broadness. And like, I'd say, like, yeah, you know, there's... They're both European white men for the most part. So, like, you know, I'm going to assume their musculature is going to feel somewhat, uh, you know, similar. Um, it's just like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Wolverine's too tall in this. Yeah. What, Even if he's closer, I feel like you should see a little bit more of a difference. Yeah. Now that you pointed it out, it, it does kind of look, he looks about the same size as Wonder Man, which, no, that would be too tall. Yeah. Just saying. Stop making Wolverine tall. He's supposed to be supposed to be short king. Yeah, I I, I feel yeah, I like I like short Wolverine. I mean that's Yeah. I mean that's cool. what makes it perfect for a fastball special, you because he can just crawl up. Yeah. Hey, he's a little bit taller than most than most children. And you you could that, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Stop making him tall. Uh Alright, so let's let's get into the history here. Uh, named for the valiant champions of elder days of Russian folklore, the Bogatyr are a group of Russian superhumans 
who refused to accept, accept the dissolution of the former Soviet Union and continued to war on its enemies. The group's leader is Dr. Vladimir Orikov, a brilliant Russian scientist who became one of his country's first cosmonauts. Bombarded by cosmic radiation during a space flight, or Orikov developed a super malleable physique similar to that of the American hero Mr. Fantastic and rechristened himself Dr. Volk after a, a shapeshifter from an old Russian balina or poem. The other Bogater are all derived their superpowers from other sources. Irradiated during a nuclear power plant accident, Sasha P uh, Pakrishkin suffered massive damage to his lungs and limbs, but became superhumanly strong. Rebuilt as a cyborg, including a gun built into a mechanical arm, he was dubbed Sovia Togar after the mightiest of Slavic heroes. Mikula Golobev was born with psychic abilities, minor tele telepathy, and powerful telekinesis, and his parents named him Mikula after a bogatir who could lift a plow that even his fellow champions could not budge. Uh, Maria Mushkov was a young geologist who unearthed strange glowing fragments while investigating the impact site of a mysterious fireball that struck Siberia in 1908. Over time, her exposure to these fragments gave her the power of flight and the ability to generate heat, light, and flame, and she adopted the costume identity Zavzia Denista, or loosely translated to be Morningstar. Though the Soviet Union had broken up, these four Russian superheroes remained loyal to the defunct Soviet regime. Banding together under unrevealed circumstances of the Bogatyr, they recruited a group of soldiers and scientists who shared their Soviet loyalties. Their combined for Oh. <laughs> okay, I got it wrong. I was yeah. thinking that they were like really old team, like Tsarists, not yeah. Soviets. Okay. I thought they were Tsarists. Whatever. They would hate me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not putting down a peasant rebellion. I'm actually <laughs> causing a peasant rebellion. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I got the wrong part of history. Uh, uh, let's see. Their, their combined forces used a high-tech hovercraft to slip past radar and attack a U.S.-Canadian DEW, or Distant Early Warning Station, at Bath, uh, Bathurst Inlet in Can Canada's Northwest Territories. Slaughtering the station's staff, the Bogatier had reached their goal, and an experimental rapid refrigeration crystal which had been secretly developed and tested at the site before that project's funding was cut. Having already developed similar technology on his own, Volk and his scientists quickly completed the quick, quick Freeze Crystal and unleashed it, hoping to bury North America in ice. However, the plot was thwarted through the combined efforts of the Avengers, Wolverine, and U.S.-Canadian military forces. The crystal was neutralized and the four Borgatier barely escaped, though their support team was captured. I need to like not make a joke about how they charge that crystal like real quick. I need I need to stop. <laughs> but I mean it was the quick freeze crystal too. You know, maybe if they called it flash freeze it would be better. Maybe. Less less jokes made. Anyways, less joke, less joke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Later the Volketeer reportedly reached some sort of understanding with post-Soviet Russian authorities cooperating with Russia's new regime. Unwilling to accept this compromise, Zyevzia Denistia resigned, becoming a solo superhuman mercenary. She moved to Demonica, the new Pacific island nation created and ruled by criminal mastermind Dr. Denonicus, serving as one of his elite superhuman enforcers alongside Ulysses Claw and the Pacific overlords. She okay, okay, real yes. quick, real quick. Yes? I'm, I'm gonna do quick context corner, Okay, uh, which, uh, which is a part of whatever. Uh, Dr. Demonicus. Wait, 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 don't you have, oh. don't you have that drop you wanted to do? 
Oh yeah, I'll do the I'll do the drop. Okay, this is from my other podcast. Oh. Okay, they don't talk about Doctor Demonicus a lot in this one, and we won't talk about the pre retconning. Um. Uh-huh. Retcon Dr. Demonicus. Uh, Dr. Demonicus is a uh, rare example of the Marvel Universe where someone uh, does not get superpowers from a, a lab explosion. Um, he gets cancer um, and is fired for causing a lab explosion on purpose uh, to get superpowers. Um, and his main foe for the longest time was Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. He was a Godzilla that. person. Yeah. Um, they changed him up uh, later on uh, because they can no longer write about Godzilla or really mention him unless it's in the handbook specifically. We will get mentions of Doctor Who and uh, Transformers in this in the handbooks. Um, but yeah, so basically, uh, this they were fighting. Uh, also, he did enslave a tribe <laughs> of Inuit people. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, but. Yeah, so that's context of who Dr. Demonicus is, because, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Didn't he also, like, he's, like, biolo- like a marine biologist theme, too, a little bit? Or uh, is that later? I, or am I that, making That's later. That's later. Okay. That's later. Um, okay. Before he just, like, had a bunch of, like, um, genetically engineered monsters to fight Godzilla. Um, like, he had, like, a bat and a couple other things. Okay. He basically made kaijus. Oh, hey, I have Kaiju on my bingo card. I don't. Oh, by the way, we are doing uh, the oh, yeah. bingo, which is, we we did, um, we squashed down a bunch of this stuff to be a little bit more universal instead of very yeah. specific. Yeah, there's there's um, still a few, like, niche or trope things for your laugh, but there's, but uh, they're more was- more accessible, I guess you could say. Yeah, they count for, like, more than just one character, basically. Um for the ones that we have, but, but yeah, I, I'm, uh, we'll, 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 we'll go over it at the end of the episode. Yeah. A little bit more. Yeah. All right. So she and Claw forcibly retrieved the Monica de facto Kuroko from the custody of the Avengers, starting a rivalry with the Avengers super patriotic U.S. agent in the process. When she learned that the Monicus had fallen under the sway of the de- demon Rakasasa and was planning to destroy the world as they knew it, Zevzia Danista formed an alliance with the Avengers and a reluctant claw against Demonicus and his overlords. The anti-Demonicus forces prevailed, Rakasasa was prevented from ma- manifesting on Earth, and Demonica sank after Claw and U.S. agent accidentally undermined, undermined its foundation. Demonicus, his overlords, and Claw went down with the island, but the rest of the population evacuated safely. U.S. agent invited Zevzia Danista to leave the sinking island with the Avengers, given how far she was from home. But while she admitted they had worked well together, the anti-Western Crusader opted to fly off alone, under her own power. She did, however, give surprise U.S. agent a parting kiss, saying that they might meet again as friends or foes. Or lovers. Wait, let me do let me do the thing. Mm-hmm. By the way, that's not a... I don't think she shows up in anything no. else <laughs> after this. But, but, or lovers... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's it. And like I said, like the team showed up in like a two issue thing for their appearance and and like an issue afterwards. Uh, the only it looks like uh, Zevzia got a little, or should I say Zevzia Denisa? Would it be weird just to call do the first part? Whatever. 
got uh, some extra stuff in like later things with U.S. Agent and uh, Demonicus and stuff like that, but that was just her. Yeah, and and it was so small they just included it here with with their team. <laughs> yep. So, um, you want to do trivia then, real quick? Please don't have me pronounce anything. I won't. I promise. Okay. I promise. Oh. Hey, did you did you remember anything I just told you about? All right. So, how did the island of Demonica get destroyed? Uh, <clears throat> a demon was involved. Close. It was actually them fighting uh they went to fight fight it and then uh u.s agent and clock kind of destroyed the foundation of the island but if it wasn't for the demon they wouldn't have been there in the first place Uh, you know it's over you know it's kind (laughs) of like it's kind of like the whole thing like does batman kill someone or does he beat them to the point that they would die if no one helped them immediately after he beat them yeah type of thing like i would say he did kill them but some people say no depends you know yeah uh but yeah so that's about yeah. it. Um, yeah, not much with this. No, I mean, I got, I got Avengers. If you count West Coast Avengers with them and cybernetics, yeah, I do. And we got cybernetics too. <sighs> okay, yeah. One... Let's go over. Let's go over our cards real quick. So, yeah. um, I think that if there's a team you could have has multiple aliases. Uh, Yes, I don't know if you agree. I mean, technically, okay, yeah. okay. Just, just for the simple fact, that I, I as a technicality, uh, Volk. <laughs> they do tech. Volk had yep. definitely had multiple aliases, so I, I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had not in NYC. Yeah, that's true. This, this really didn't take place in in any in anywhere near New York. Uh, one of them had uh was cybernetic. Yep, or robotic. Yeah, and then one of them had very broad superpowers. Yeah, that's that true. Uh, you know, the, I mean, I mean, depending on if you want to say name yourself after a god, I could put gods or gods related. Mm, but I don't think you can. No, but I don't think I will. Yeah, that's a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> but I don't really. I didn't really have anything on this nah. one. This one wasn't like great. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have much either. I. With the free space, even with the free space, I was too off. Um, I mean, I even like stretching to government team, which came later, and uh, counting. I would count it. And counting. I would count it. And counting kaiju monsters for Demonicus, it still still wasn't there. Yeah. So, so mm. unfortunately, no bingo or no bugle for either of us. No bugle for either of us. Sadly, we'll have to renew our cards and go on to the next thing. I, hey, I do another podcast called Justice Like Lightning. By the time this comes out, we will be heading, barreling very close to the end of an era, aka the first year of um, the Thunderbolts uh, run. Um, it's it's I like it a lot. It's me and Faith, and we talk about Thunderbolts uh, and all the other stuff that they showed up in if we feel like we need to in any way. Uh, we're right now in the middle of like a pretty good three part uh three part story uh featuring also russian uh but but super villains um the elements of doom uh and it's really good um if you don't know who the elements of doom are uh they showed up one time before this comic so you don't need to know anything about them <laughs> yeah. also we do do a uh, context corner about them uh which is well. which is why I asked if you wanted to do that because I love that sound clip drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it's I have asked it and it's 
very I don't know. There's something special about how half-assed it is. Oh, so it's supposed to, it was supposed to be a placeholder, but I, you know, you know how that stuff happens. Yeah, it's like how how uh, uh, All Star was a placeholder for the beginning of of Shrek, and they just sort of like, no, nah, it's we can't get rid of it now. Yep. So, um, yeah, that's that's just like lightning. Listen to it uh, if you want to. Okay, and you can find uh, us also all on uh, Alf- as Alphabet Flight on Twitter, Tumblr, TikTok, and Instagram. It's all one word, you know, at, at Alphabet Flight. And uh, there you can find, like, we usually put up, like, images of the comic covers and and from the book and, and sometimes comic panels and stuff like that. You know, just so you have, like, a visual reference from, from this audio medium that, we- that we're talking about. And I... Yep. Believe that sits. Uh, may Conchu protect you in all your night travels. Good night. Night.